Hey guys, Trigger here. I'm here to talk to you about a company called Stain Metal 666 that's based out of Mexico. Um, they're really involved in the metal music scene. Uh, I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I really do love listening to rock and metal music. Uh, been that way for a long time. I'm into a lot of bands. Uh, one of the bands I currently started listening to a lot is Ginger, and they've worked closely with them on promoting their shirts and their hats and everything they have to offer with this business. So I'm here to give them a shout out because I just ordered from them recently and they definitely have a positive message of loving music and loving metal music and staying together as a community through metal music. So definitely, definitely a good company to be a part of, and they're looking for support. Um, I'm going to link their Facebook page in the, in, the, in the podcast part of it, so y'all can definitely check them out. Uh, the link will be in the description, and uh, yeah, just give them a chance. Uh, Luis is a hard worker, and he'll work with you to get whatever product you need from them shipped worldwide. And uh, it's definitely worth the wait. They're amazing products. I am waiting to get mine in this week and I'll definitely be supporting and wearing it. So yeah, definitely check them out and uh, take it easy and stay metal. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wrestling Cause Way. A couple of things to go through. So, to get it started, here's Johnny. First, uh, we have a, a passing to note. Uh, it just came out last night. Uh, former uh, ECW wrestler New Jack has uh, passed away uh, from uh, after suffering heart attack at the age of 57. His uh, real name was Jerome Young, and he had a, he was very infamous back in the late 90s and early 2000s for his uh, violence in the mm -hmm. ring. I would say in, he was probably the, the number two as far as violence goes, right behind Nick Gage when it comes to in the ring. There was the uh, the mass transit uh, incident that occurred in uh, ECW when he he stabbed a uh, what turned out to be a minor and and he uh, he threw a guy off scaffolding twice and almost almost killed him. <laughs> so uh, we would like to send our condolences to his his friends and family and. Uh, Everyone who used to work with him at in ECW. So rest in peace, New Jack. Yeah, he's on. He they did an episode of him on Dark Side of the Ring, season yeah. two, episode three. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was called The Life and Crimes of New Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason yeah, I wrote. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll just say it was a very interesting show, all his crimes. <laughs> yeah. And 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 the, speaking of Dark Side of the Ring, the reason I mentioned Nick Gage is because that's what this week's episode was about. Was about the violent uh, death matches that he had. Uh, notably, he had some against John Moxley. Uh, so go go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, in, interesting uh, that that I found out this week that. When Jeff Hardy renegotiated his contract last year, uh, he he put it in his contract that he wanted, uh, once the fans came back, he wants to go back to his, his old entrance music, the music that he used in the late, the late 2000s. <coughs> I, I forget what the song was called now, but I, I, I you know, I, I actually, I like this. It was, it was good. I don't know if you ever remember it. They've had so many things that sometimes it's a bit hard to remember and all that. But yeah, I mean, whatever he wants to do, I'm cool with. And if it's the music he likes, hell yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah. Well, well once once he comes back to it, you you I'm sure you'll recognize it as soon as he comes out. Yeah. Uh, we had a, and there was another return on main event this week. That was Nikki, Nikki Cross. She's back. So good, good to see her back. We'll see what, if anything, WWE has for her. As long as it's not messing with Alexa, I think that's cool because yeah, they, they've think done she, that way too much. Yeah, their their time has. Past. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, AEW announced this week that they're they're gonna start hitting hitting the road again in July. Starting on July seventh in um, Miami, followed up by shows on the fourteenth in in Cedar Park, which is uh, the Austin area, and Not July twenty first. July 21st in Garland, Texas, which we got our tickets already. Very important. Yes. Uh, Garland, for those of you who don't know, that's actually the city that Freddie and Andrew both live in. I, I'm just about five minutes away. I, I live nearby in Rowlett. So, yeah, it's going to be a good show. And I should mention... This is going to be the first dynamite after the 90 day no compete clauses run out on the, the wrestlers that were released by WWE last, that last month. So, being that it's, it, right, being that it's only, it's only going to be the third show with fans back, we might get to see a, a debuting uh, AEW star. Yeah, so, I, I would say there's a good possibility that we get someone debuting. I mean, last time we got the surprise of Vicky Guerrero when 
very little people knew she was around in AEW <laughs> at that yeah. time. So yeah, we didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. So we got that to look forward to. And now, I, I guess now since AEW announced they're going back on the road, um, it hasn't been made official yet, but there's rumors that WWE is about ready to go back on the road as well. Uh, I've heard some people say June, July 16th, but some people say that they're not going to have fans in attendance until SummerSlam, uh, which is actually scheduled and may be scheduled for earlier in the month of August this year. But either way, by the end of the summer, uh, we'll be saying we'll have fans in attendance in both AEW and WWE again. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> For many reasons, you know, I was going a little crazy just being at home and. I know a couple of times I said I really need things to start going back to normal and for people to start being careful so we can go back to normal somewhat because I, I think it's starting to affect everybody and we just need a way out. We needed something. So as soon as we heard of this AEW date here in Garland, we jumped on it. So... Hell yeah, we're we're ready to start getting back to somewhat a sense of normalcy. So this is the start. Yeah, and after the Garland show, they're gonna follow up with shows in Houston and then and uh, like going up to Wisconsin. So essentially, they're they're touring. They're beginning the tour with uh, states that are are fully open right now. Yeah. <clears throat> We, uh, this past week, we did see two legitimate injuries on both WWE and AEW. Although both of the wrestlers were okay, it it did look uh, it it looked bad at first. First on, on Raw, there was a the match between Sheamus and Humberto Carrillo. Humberto Carrillo did a, a sunset flip powerbomb to Sheamus out of the ring. Or he tried. <laughs> he tried, yeah, but and. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, so Carrillo landed first outside. But then as Sheamus landed, he landed wrong, I guess, on, on his legs. And, you know, immediately Carrillo realized something was wrong. So signals to the referee, and the referee did double count out. As a similar, uh, almost a similar finish on AEW. Uh, the match between Pack and Orange Cassidy for the number one contender for Kenny's AEW title. Now, before I, I, I mention what happened, uh, this match uh, it was always always going to lead to a triple threat. But what uh, the finish was supposed to be, they were just going to go to a ten minute or twenty minute uh, time limit draw. Uh, but after the first ten minutes or so. Pack hit a thrust kick on Cassidy, which I guess he hit him a little too hard because they knocked him out cold. Uh, at first, Pack didn't notice and just picked him up for another move. And after he did the move, he realized something was wrong. So he 
he kind of got him out of the ring. They took a commercial break so they could think, think of what, what to do now. After the break, uh, they were still outside the ring. Kenny came up and hit Pack with a belt behind Aubrey's back. Uh, so that way Aubrey could double count out uh, as well. In this match, double count out. Uh, Pack was, or uh, Orange Cassidy was said to be doing fine after the show. He was seen talking with the AW wrestlers. Uh, but I got to give credit to AEW though that that they were able to come up with this with a a creative way to to end the match early without people realizing that Orange Cassidy had been injured. I I, I didn't know he was injured till after till after uh, the show and uh, it it was posted. Yeah. One thing Owen Cassidy is good at is making it seem like he's knocked out. So, <laughs> even though this time he really was knocked out. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it, it pretty much looked the same. You, you couldn't tell the difference if he was real knocked out or fake knocked out. So yeah, that just makes me question how many times has he really been knocked out, <laughs> and we just never really knew. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we we back over to Raw. We know that the show's been been pretty pretty much shit since before WrestleMania. Well, it's about to become even worse because last Monday on Raw, there was a wrestler that was backstage who apparently is about to make his his debut on Raw. Velveteen Dream was backstage. Shit. <laughs> I <just> fucking <laughs> refuse, man. <laughs> Good God almighty. Maybe we could have the fiend go after him, Dan. Speaking of people backstage. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Which actually, I, I, to add to that, he wants to be on camera. Bray wants to to be on camera, but they don't have anything for him. I've heard a couple of different things. We don't know the truth. We don't know exactly what's going on with Bray. They really might not have anything for him. But the other thing I heard is that his mental health status isn't actually the best right now because even though it's been a little bit of time it's it's never easy to deal with death and he's having a really hard time still dealing with Brody Lee's death so that's one of the things I heard it might be a combination of maybe they not wanting to give him anything because he's not fully focused at the moment Okay, to wrap up the news, uh, it was reported on 
Thursday that Freddie has some words that Zelina Vega was seen at the performance center. The reports are that that she was maybe shooting something for WWE, but a lot of people are speculating that she is on her way back, which to me, I, it, I think it's a mistake. Okay. Before I say anything, I'm going to start off by saying that my thoughts here have nothing to do against Zelina. I understand. When it, whenever she was released, fired, whatever you want to call it for the bullshit with Twitch and everything that went down, she was very, very distraught. She took it hard. WWE was always the dream. To do something great with WWE was always her dream. Lifelong fan. Always watch it with her brother and her dad. Like, it was a family thing. So to grow up and be able to work for the company that you love, that was her dream. So if she is coming back, I don't blame her for wanting to come back to her dream. Now that that's been said, yes, I think it's a mistake for her to want to come back to WWE. Because with everything that went down, we don't need to say what went down. We all know what happened. There's always going to be an issue. Either she's going to hold it over their head or they're going to hold it over her head. No matter what happens, at the first sign of disagreement over anything, they're just going to bury her just like that. They're not going to do anything with her. They're going to have her under contract. So they'll be able to do whatever they want with her. She's going to have no say at the first sign of any problem. And that's my problem. That's why she shouldn't go back. Because WWE is that sort of company that whenever she questions anything, even if she comes at them in a good way, they're just going to fucking disagree with her and treat her like shit, which is completely wrong to begin with. So, yeah, she should just go somewhere else because this... Sometimes I hate the words I say because they're a bit harsh. But fuck it. This bullshit company doesn't deserve someone like her. Because they will never know what to do with her, really. It's just wasted talent. But I understand that she wants to go there. Her husband's there. We can't forget that. So, I don't know. I'm I'm completely against it on WWE's part. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they have any plans or not. But you better fucking do this right or you 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 think it drove me away for two weeks and it came back because we had some interest and we just wanted to make 
better content here, so we started watching again, but don't fuck it up, man. You fucked up the first time. Don't do this shit again. Don't put us through that again, and don't put her through that again, first of all. I don't give a shit. You're going to put us through whatever bullshit programming you want to do, because in the end, it's your decision. Just don't put her through that same bullshit again. Or... You'll really hear outrage if this happens again. Trust me. Yeah, I, I think this was more WWE's idea than 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 her idea to come back to them. Yeah, I I think so too because I had heard a rumor that she had a short term contract that she never informed anybody of what it was. So she right. obviously had to let that go for this WWE deal. So we're just going to have to wait and see. Hopefully they know what they're doing to have some sort of plan or they're going to really get backlash in from this. And I know you mentioned the Velveteen Dream thing. Just a whole lot of rage inside of me right now because <sighs> why we Did don't even want him. We <laughs> fuck his dream. We don't even want him in NXT anymore because bullshit character, shitty person for the things he's done. <laughs> they found nothing against him or whatever. WWE says so they want to continue this push. It's just not for me. The dude's an asshole, and fuck off. That's what I think of you, Velveteen Dream. Well, he he actually hasn't hasn't appeared on NXT since December twenty third, and that's a really great thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It it was reported that that uh, AEW did approach that the uh, about signing with them, but she she rejected the the uh, idea because she she did have a this short term contract, whatever it was. So that's the news of the week, and. I guess on that note, <laughs> we're going to go over to Johnny and see if he had any moment for Raw and what his thoughts are there. <laughs> you know what my thoughts of Raw are, have always yeah. been, have been lately. Uh, but, I mean, the the thing I, I'm continuing to enjoy is the this RK Bro partnership with Riddle and... and and uh, Randy Orton. This week they were in a, in a eight man tag with uh, the New Day against uh, I guess uh, Riker and, and uh, uh, what's his uh, Elias? I keep forgetting his name. Riker Elias, Elias <laughs> and AJ and 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 Edward James almost and, um, uh, almost. It, it it was actually it was it was a pretty good match, uh, but at the end, uh, RK Bro picked up the win for their team. But at the end of the match, 
uh, Randy Orton hit uh, two RKOs on, on both Xavier and Kofi, you know, Stone Cold Stunner style. <laughs> Even though they're the baby faces right now. <laughs> and then after after that riddle riddle got onto him he's like he's like he's like Wait, how, how do you expect us to make friends if you, if you keep doing that Randy goes, i don't want to make friends <laughs> yeah. and i honestly i honestly did think for a second i thought he was gonna rko brito as well and there and this was gonna be a short-lived tag team but but good and that he, he didn't and this, yeah. they actually, you know, this team is actually planned to win the tag titles, probably, probably at SummerSlam. I hope they do because I also panicked a little bit after he hit the RPOs on New Day because <laughs> I really thought he was going to do the same to Matt Riddle. And I don't want that to happen. At least not, I don't want that to happen at all. <laughs> no. But with Orton, it's probably going to happen. It's going to happen eventually. On. Yeah. 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 Just don't do it right now. Give it a good run. Let them have yeah. the tag titles. Right. Let them then, do their thing. You know, he can He can give them the RKO that, after they lose the titles. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope they get a good run for this, a good lengthy run. I think there's a lot they could do there. So hell yeah. I fucking love all that shit they're doing with RK Bro. So Yeah, and that's what I enjoyed about Raw. Probably one of the only things. <laughs> yes. So I now um, that go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'll I'll say something in a minute. Go ahead. All right. Well, now that we got Johnny's moment in it, I'm going to go over to Drew and see what he has to say about Raw. Uh, this is my show. Uh, I just want to say that there's a person on the show that's not being used correctly. Well, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it's but, very, very broad. There's one... There's basically one person I want to focus on this week. Probably the most innovative person on Raw. That would be John Morrison with his parkour innovative offense. Yeah. And they're making him a comedy side act. Come on, people. He is way too talented to be Miz's sidekick and a comedy act. It's Johnny Drip Drip or whatever the hell that is. <laughs> and and, and th that, that was what I was going to mention, too, is that I'm tired of seeing... Damien Priest in a in a match a combination between uh, between the Miz and John Morrison or one of one of one of the two. Okay, since January, he's had ten matches with either or, and just to put that in retrospect. This week on AEW, you know, we saw the Young Bucks against SCU in in a little over ten years. They've had twelve matches against each other, and Damien Priest has had ten matches against these guys in just in just four months. All right, and I think Danny it, should be 
John Morrison should be the main event instead of Miz. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For yeah. Miz, for John's Miz's sidekick, uh, I think Miz should be John's sidekick. And and they've been leading to this Miz Morrison breakup now for a long time. I wish they would just pull the trigger already. Right. No, no pun intended. Yeah. Yes. That's two weeks in a row that Miz has cost Morrison the match. <laughs> and tomorrow at WrestleMania Backlash, they're having, hopefully, will be the last match with uh, the Miz against Damian Priest in a Lumberjack match. But I have, I don't know why I have a feeling it's not going to be the last match. Right. But I loved when uh, Morrison asked. Pierce, what kind of match he wanted? He said, I want a lumberjack match. Grab SmackDown, grab zombies, grab aliens. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he wants zombies and aliens on every side. So, so does that mean we'll see Chris Statlander? <laughs> I doubt it. She's... We're definitely going to see her. <laughs> but not in WWE. We are. <laughs> not, <laughs> yeah. but not, not tomorrow. No. 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 <laughs> yeah, that man. I thought for this week. I I just I need <laughs> Raw to do better. I know I say that every week, but it's it's the truth, you man. Like, week. yeah. On main event, I think it was like two weeks ago or some shit like that. They had gender hall defeat. Jeff Hardy, and you're just gonna do the same shit here. <laughs> Jinder's title run was bullshit. Nobody enjoyed it, as far as I know. I just hear a lot of negative towards. That. Well, yeah, the reason they did that was because of the, the and they went to India, and they wanted him champion when they were in India. Yeah, but it turns <laughs> out the, the, the India deal didn't work out then. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just, if it didn't work then, I don't think it's going to work now. I don't care what you do. It's not going to work with gender. It's just something that didn't get over then, so why would it get over now? So I just think they need to get over it, realize that gender isn't going to work, and move on and just ha stop him from beating people like Chad Hardy. He deserves better to be beaten twice by gender. So they they just need to do better on ramen because i know we were talking about this earlier with johnny that if wwe finally starts touring and raw is the show we get here in the dallas area we're not gonna go fuck raw we're just not gonna go if that's the show we get. Yeah, we said that. We're we're we would only go if it's SmackDown or even NXT. We, we, yeah, I'll go SmackDown. I'll go NXT or pay per view. Or pay per view. I'll I'll mm -hmm. deal with some raw bullshit for a pay per view. 
Yeah, so just <laughs> start doing shit better, and we might think about going to a raw. But as it looks like now, hell no. We and and, and I used I used to enjoy going to raw. Yeah, we went every time, every single time they've been here for the last couple I, of years. I, we've I, always I, gone. I went to raws during the Attitude Era. It was it was awesome. Yeah, that was a different time, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. So you're telling me. Becky comes back and then she's on Raw and they come here, you wouldn't go. I gotta throw Becky into the mix, man. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's probably the most popular. She would make it watchable again. Would she not? Maybe. And what Depends. About chance to miss seeing the fame. And there's also a word that Alistair maybe moved to Raw because since. Uh, AJ and, and Randy are and moved to the tag division. They need some more stars on Raw. Okay. So let's see. This is why I hate Andrew sometimes. Because he throws in some <laughs> shit that changes my mind just like that. Okay. So let's say we do get Becky Lynch. And we get Alistair. And there's the chance of the female being on screen again. And, and they also want to try and push Damien Priest as well. And Alistair's in a rivalry with the Fiend at the time. You wouldn't go to Raw. See, but we're talking about Raw that doesn't even exist right now. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, and, okay. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, you got to wait till they go on the road again. No, no. Right. They might actually have storylines when they get to the road. If that was the current state of Raw, yes, I would go. Because you got the Fiend stuff, possibly, and you have Alistair and Becky. Cool. Fuck it. I'm down. I'm in for that Raw because you got big names. You got star power. You got shit that you don't have right now. So, hell yeah, I would go to that. But the state it's in right now, <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't go. So, fuck it. Those are my thoughts on Raw. Again, <laughs> disappointing for the most yeah. part. So, I just want now to that we got stalking. <laughs> I wish it's stalking me. That's all I know. Well, we all wish that. <laughs> <laughs> You know I had to say something, but yeah, I, oh. I'm, I, that's a bit of an interest as well as to who she is stalking. I just hope it's not Nikki Cross. That's <laughs> hmm. like we said, that's done over with. So I'm interested to see how that's going to work out. So now that we got our moments in there for Raw, I'm going to go back to Johnny and see what his thoughts were on SmackDown. And he's muted. Andrew, we'll go to you first, see what your thoughts were on SmackDown. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I had to, had to mute. I had all good. company. I had company there for a second. Hmm. Uh, so the only... The only good thing on SmackDown, SmackDown is a little better than Raw. Uh, 
uh, first, I'm seeing a lot of repeat matches on SmackDown over and over again. Uh, yeah, the only good thing is this the whole uh, Roman Reigns angle, which, you know, now you get brought back Jimmy Uso last week. Uh, and it's actually, it's actually gotten better. Uh, Jimmy Uso came out again this week, in, interrupting another, um, another long Roman Reigns promo, which is the only thing I don't like about it. But anyway, uh, he got he got a new shirt. <laughs> he got he got a new shirt. That says nobody, so nobody's bitch. Nobody on the WWE shop. <laughs> oh, it's on sale. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's already on sale. Cool. And I know Freddie said he wants to buy it. You you can walk around Walmart wearing that shirt. Don't mind me <laughs> while I'm on my phone. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Uso came out and said that. You know, it, it's it's not. You know, Roman's matches aren't aren't important, and that you know, and that set Roman off. Roman said, "Well, you think you think you can you can beat Cesaro? Go ahead." So they set a match up for later that night against Cesaro. And of course, in typical WWE style, the match ends in a DQ. Roman gets in, causes the DQ, and you know Roman said, "Well, nope, nobody cares if you can be Cesaro. They only care about me. They only care about my matches." And that's again, Cesaro ended up laying everyone out at the end of the show. And so tomorrow we're going to see Cesaro versus Roman Reigns for the Universal title, which uh, we'll, we'll get to our predictions later. But, yeah, it's uh, been a good story. Like I said, it's the only good thing the SmackDown has going right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with Jimmy back now and – his take no shit attitude. It, it it just gives another unpredictable situation there, because now we don't know what Jimmy's gonna do. Because he's obviously gonna have his brother's back, but how far is he willing to go to have his brother's back? Is the question. That that's what's unsure of here. We still have yet to see what all Jimmy is willing to do, and like his shirt said, he's nobody's bitch. So th this could be a great push for Jimmy. I hope he gets a singles run out of this. I think he's gonna end up working with Jay, and they're gonna always be a tag team because of them being brothers, but he needs to break away from that a little bit 
And I think he's got the better shot of being a main eventer with the attitude he has right now. So we'll just have to wait and see, but I'm interested in how that's going to end up. Yeah, and there is word that uh, the Usos, they will eventually win the tag titles again, but they're going to be they're going to be a babyface team, which probably going to be the Mysterios. Yeah. Yeah, which I'm looking forward to that this weekend, but we'll talk about that here in a bit with our predictions. So now that we got Johnny's moment in there, I'm going to go over to Drew and see what he thought of SmackDown. Unlike Johnny, I actually thought there was more than just that one story. <laughs> Because <laughs> actually, I kind of enjoyed Shana, Shania losing, and we have new women's tag team champions with Tamina and Natalia, and this being Tamina's first championship ever, she got, she got real emotional afterwards when she did the interview, and hopefully this leads to the breakup between Shayna and Nia. Hopefully, yeah, her. Her promo reminded me a lot of Bianca's promo when she won the title after after Mania. But did you really need the pyro? <laughs> Probably. I mean, not. they it, but they did have the pyro the one, to match their outfits. They had pink and green <laughs> pyro. <laughs> All right. I th- I think I said it once before that I'm not the biggest Tamina fan. I think she did I think she needs a better moveset. It's pretty standard. There's nothing really that stands out. But she has been with the company a long time. So to see her win a championship is actually a decent move in my eyes. My only issue with it Natalia steals the spotlight. Yes, she was emotional. You could tell. Like, she was in a different emotional state after they won. So just let that be it. Let her be in that emotional state. Why would you give Natalia the mic? <laughs> just to say some of this. She could say how proud she was of Tamina. But that's not what she said, though. She Part made it she about. Said. She made it about herself. She does what Natalia always does. She makes it about herself <laughs> when it's not completely about you. I, I just, I just don't get the hype. The Natalia hype. I don't get it. She's blah to me and and that's what I'll yeah, always they're not, think yeah. I, I was I, more I think, happy that Shania and yeah Shania lost <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who beat them I'm just glad they, they're not tag champs no more it's, it's because they, they care more about actually care more about Natalia's lineage than her as, as, a, as a wrestler you know, they care that she's a part of the right. the Hart family. Yeah. Sure. I get that, but whatever. It it is what it's gonna be. I hated that this is what they did, but 
it's it's not it's not up to me. So I, I it's just not gonna sit right with me. So cool. I, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed that. I'm glad someone did. And <laughs> speaking of moments that I did not enjoy. <laughs> I'm going to go with something I didn't enjoy for my moment. Of course. Baron Corbin is the king of the ring, technically, still, right? Nakamura is the king of strong style. Yes. How, How many times does it have to be said? Don't you think we know this shit? What we know that Baron Corbin is King Corbin. He walks out with the music and the sound every single time. We know that Nakamura is the king of strong style because that's what he's been ever since his New Japan days. So we know that you you push that with him whenever he came to WWE. So there's no need to say it a million times in one match. I know that frustrated a lot of people more than just me. So I'm not the only one here. I'm not the bad guy here. I'm I'm just pointing out what people got frustrated about. And we'll go back to the same thing of don't make people seem comedic when they shouldn't be. Not necessarily that Nakamura was being comedic, but just the way he went for the crown and was acting like it was Thor's hammer, like he could barely lift it to put it on his head. That, <laughs> yeah, that I mean, was... uh, you, it, it's a you can tell it's it's just a it's a toy crown. It's yeah, it's blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that that was a little ridiculous and. But I could have gotten over that if that was it. But then we come back from the commercial break, and <laughs> Nakamura is just looking at himself in Mojo Raleigh mirror. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck, man? The... I really like Nakamura. I love his style. Why are you doing this to him? And then when he put the crown on, Pat McAfee was getting a little overexcited. Yeah. To the point that his voice his voice was cracking. (laughs) Yeah. And a lot of people are speculating that this is gonna lead to another King of the Ring tournament, which they may do once fans come back in, in the fall. I I mean, if you're going to bring back King of the Ring, okay, but, you know, make it worth something. You know, you got, okay, so, you know, if you win Money in the Bank, you, you grab the briefcase, you get, a, you get a title shot for the next year. If you win the Royal Rumble, you get a title shot at WrestleMania. You know, make it, make it mean something. You know, say the winner... The winner of the uh, of the tournament gets to be in the main event at the next paper, you know, something like that again for the title. Yeah, you know, Baron Corbin's been king for almost two years already. It's 
been way too long. Yeah, I completely agree with you, man. If this is going to lead to the return of the King of the Ring tournament, one, don't do it over many shows. I think it should be what it used to be, the pay-per-view. I yep. think that's what they should do. They should bring out they should bring back the King of the Review, do it all in one night. That way it seems more legit as to who the winner is. Make it serious. Make it mean something like it used to do. Like it used to mean a lot. Yeah, and, and now that you mention that right now WWE does have a pay per view schedule on July eighteenth. With that does not it doesn't have a name uh, name yet so we'll see maybe this is what they're leading to if it is what they're leading to just take it serious yeah give, give it for us old school fans who remember what the king of the ring used to be yeah king of the ring was what what created Austin three sixteen exactly a lot of great shit came from King of the Ring. It, it used to build stars, not goofballs like Baron Corbin. And trust me, saying goofball is me being nice. I want to say something <laughs> else. But for the sake I'll, of moving on... I'll say it. Asshole. I'll let it slide. There you go. Asshole. Fine, I'll say it. Corbin, you're an asshole. You're not a king, <laughs> bro. <laughs> You're more of a queen, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, I just don't understand why they put Nakamura in their spot. I think he deserves better, so if it does lead for the King of the Ring and for him to somehow be involved, I just hope either Corbin's not involved at all or he gets eliminated rapidly. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens there. But I wasn't happy with what I saw from it this week. So now that we got our moments in there for SmackDown, I'm going to go over to Drew and see what his thoughts were on NXT. Either one of y'all watch it? I, I didn't watch it. I did hear what happened, though. All that took place, <laughs> and I, I, right. I do like I do like that Austin Theory did beat Kieran Cross clean, <clears throat> beat him with a series of. He didn't. I thought it was clean. No. No. He didn't at all. <laughs> did 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 Johnny interfere? No. Well, he tried. But at one point, he got up and distracted the ref, and Austin gouged Cross's eyes out. So he oh, okay. was in control for a while. But in the end, Cross just got mad and the hell out of him. Well, see, the review I watched, so they left that part. Was wrong. <laughs> but he did beat him, though. And then after, after, after that, Ballard went out and uh, challenged him for a, a match for the NXT title. Which they do have another NXT in your house takeover on June 13th. So that's probably yes. going to be the main event. 
Actually, it's actually hmm? going to take place two weeks. <laughs> All right. Uh, you had that match. You had uh, the women's title match. Mercedes put up a good fight. She was just too strong. She dominated the whole thing. Uh, we have a new faction called Hit Row. It's Swerve's friends, and they're like a gangster rap faction. <laughs> um, what else happened? Lead Old Man made another cameo. He outbid Cameron Grimes for a house on the yeah on he the paid ocean. 20, paid twenty million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Kyle O'Reilly was fighting Oni Lorcan. Uh, Kyle gets the win after the match. Pete Dunn comes out and they both attack Kyle. And then we have Bobby Fish jumping the fence and helping Kyle out. So Bobby Fish is back after not being seen since War Games when he got hurt. And evidently they're no longer a tag team. They said both said they're going to do their own thing, but they still have both a score to settle with Lorcan and Dunn. <laughs> uh, Gargano and Theory attacked Bronson Reed in the locker room because Bronson Reed has a match against Johnny next week for the North American title. So William Regal has made that match now a steel cage match between Johnny and Bronson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Johnny got so he got so mad he broke Regal's pencil. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> which is very funny. But I have to say the main event was the match of the night. It was Kushida versus Escobar Santos. Santos Escobar. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I had it backwards. Bruh. <laughs> he had a dissecting moment. Yeah. Uh, it was a 2-3 falls match. And they actually interrupted a commercial to come back for it because one of the pinfalls happened during the pitcher and pitcher commercial. <laughs> and they just popped back into that's, the... Uh, yeah, that's different. <laughs> yeah. And that was Kushida's submission with the armor over Santos. Uh, Santos got the first fall with a Phantom Driver. Kushido got the second fall with that armbar submission. And the third fall was pretty interesting. Kushida had Santa Bar. He did a hoverboard lock suplex into a bridge pin and got the win. So huh. Kushida retains. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was an interesting pin. I'm gonna have to go take a look that at that. I'm pretty sure I can find good. the short clip. Yeah. And the rest that of Legato the Fantasma and Legato the Fantasma was they were barred from me. Or they were sent to the back anyway. Yeah. Them and MSK. Because MSK came out and helped. They yeah. were trying to jump. Kushida 
before the match started, and MSK come out and helped him, and they, those four fought to the back, and the referee sent them all to the back. Yeah, that's right. It's MS Kushida. MS Kushida. But yeah, that was the next this week. That's a good move, man, to bend them from ringside because of them always trying to start shit. So, hell yeah. That was a little different, like Andrew said, but it was a good move in the end. Great match. So, now that we got our moments from WWE in there, I'm going to go over to Dynamite and get Johnny's thought on it this week. Uh, you know, again, I say, say this every week. AEW is just really good every week. They have more than one good segment. Actually, pretty much almost uh, the whole show every week is good. Uh, this show, my, my moment I picked is uh, started off with a. Uh, for the first time ever, a New Japan title was defended on Dynamite. It was the IWGP US heavyweight heavyweight title. It was John Moxley versus Yuji Nagata. Yuji Nagata came out. He was introduced as representing New Japan. Moxley came out. Moxley has new music, which when I say new music, it's actually <laughs> old, old music. Uh, uh, once again, Tony Khan. Like 60s? Tony Khan, uh, he he bought the rights for another song. This time it's Wild Thing by the Trogs, which came out in 1966. <laughs> and from from what I'm I'm, I'm hearing, what the yeah, this is this is to to pop the over fifty over fifty crowd. <laughs> but but I can just see though once fans are intense when we go. And you know, fans are gonna sing it. It reminds me oh, of, of course. Uh, in the major league movies when Rick Bond comes out and they play Wild right. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> right. But th- this and was. Hmm. And then in the second one, he comes back and they have to scramble to get it because he's back, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> Uh, but this wasn't a typical New Japan match. A New Japan match can last, especially a title match, last 20, 30 minutes, maybe more. This one was a quick 10 minutes. They got, but it was fast-paced. So they got all their moves in. It was back and forth. But in the end, Moxley retains with the, uh, what's this move called now? Paradigm shift. Yes, that, that I was about. I was going to call it dirty deeds, but you know, <laughs> it's, uh, it's but, the paradigm shift. Yes, but in in the end, uh, Moxley and, and the God they bow to each other, show respect. In typical uh, New right. Japan, uh, this, way. Right, yeah. and this, and Justin made it clear when he was doing the announcements. This was. This match was fought under New Japan rules, which is the right. The twenty count out instead of the ten. So, interesting yeah. match, really good match. I liked it. 
Yeah, and and I do like the the twenty second countout rule, but rather than the ten countout. I'm not sure what else is different, but <laughs> I just know they have the ten second count. Yeah, I'm sure count. there's yeah, I'm sure there's other subtle subtleties in there. Anyway, that was my moment. All right. Well, now that we got Johnny's moment in there, Drew, what was your moment for AW Dynamite this week? It was probably the tag team title match with uh, SCU versus the Young Bucks for the titles. Uh, Christian Daniels busted open pretty quickly. Uh, Gallows and Anderson were at ringside and they cost Frankie the titles at one point. And then the Bucks mocking Shawn Michaels with, I'm sorry, I love you. <laughs> Do you see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> and then Kazarian was uh, mocking the Good Brothers when he, he did the put a, did a style, style, style slash. Yeah, he did a style slash. Yeah. And then was it Christopher Daniels got sprayed in the eyes with a spray paint and then hit in the head with the can and still kicked out? Yeah. But in the end, Young Bucks won and retained their title. So I'm assuming SCU is no longer SCU. They said they were going to break up after the match. So. <clears throat> yeah. Well, the, the yeah, the I word backstage is no longer an SCU. No, the word backstage is that uh, Daniels is actually uh, actually going into full time uh, re retirement. He's going to be a full time producer with AEW, which that's what they brought him in to do in the first place. But he was still wrestling part time. Mr. Daniels. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's what fifty something. Yeah, he he's another uh, over fifty. Wrestler named him. Yeah. I think they have as many over 50 wrestlers as they do under 30 wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think it's a pretty good mix. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, 51. I'm telling you, they need to start up that seniors division. Yeah. <laughs> that seniors title. <laughs> Yeah, man, but see, the problem with that is as quickly as they get someone involved in that division, they're going to retire just that quickly. So they need to keep on finding people mm. to replace them. And let's face it, there's not a lot of people left that are willing to go in and have matches at this age. Yeah. I mean, you could It'd try to really going to dominate that division. You could try and com convince Stone Cold to get that neck surgery. You could. I'm not. There, there's people that would probably come back if they could, but yeah. it, it's it'd be a little difficult to keep that division going and to keep people in that division healthy enough to have a decent match. So, yeah, I I just. I, I don't think that would work, but it, it'd be fun if it would happen. Trust me. 
And as far as my moment, I, I just keep on remembering how fun that first stadium stampede match was. <laughs> yes, we said it. It was goofy. It was fun. It was inventive. It was everything we wanted it to be and everything we didn't know it was going to be at the same time. Like it, Now, there's a, there's a bar set for what the stadium stampede is going to be. So... I'm I'm excited. I'm excited that they announced that it's going to be the inner circle back again in the stadium stampede match against the pinnacle. Because even though there hasn't, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because even, even though there hasn't been that much of an interaction between both of them, it's still fairly new. They're going to make this work. AEW and yeah, Tony would this. Yeah. And, and, and this is also going to be the the second saving uh, stampede that Inner Circle has been involved with. Yeah. Yeah. So it, there's there's a lot going on in my mind right now because... It, it, like I said, it's the bar is set pretty high as to what they're going to do. But seeing as who's involved with the pinnacle and it being the inner circle, which have the experience of being in the first one, they wouldn't announce this if they didn't have a really good plan as to how they want the match to go. So, hell yeah. I'm yeah, real interested in this. At, at double or nothing, they already said they're gonna. It's gonna be full capacity crowd. <clears throat> so it's interesting to see how how they're gonna do this. If it's gonna be pre-taped or are they gonna let fans into the football stadium to watch it live, or are they just gonna watch it on the, on the screen? I think I, I haven't really thought of that part of it yet. But if you want to top the way the first one went, I think one of the ways of going about it is having fans there in the stadium. That would be the way to go. So, yeah, there's a lot that we don't know, obviously, as to how this is going to go. But I'm really interested in watching it, seeing as how much I enjoyed the first one. And... Like I said, the bar's been set pretty high, so they're going to have to do a lot of different and a lot of better shit with this match. So I'm glad they announced it. Just another great thing to look forward to from AEW. So, hell yeah. That in itself made this show amazing, knowing that this is going to go ahead and happen. So, as And, and always, we also have a new... Show. We also have a new TNT champion. Yeah. We can't Mira. forget about that. Yeah. Beat Darby. Hell yeah. And the beer truck. I... The <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I know a lot of people are saying that Miro hasn't had the best run for coming into a company like AEW. And I expected a lot better from him seeing as how he left WWE for doing all that stupid bullshit they were doing with him. So it might have been a bit of a rocky start, but for him to be the champion now and... We'll see who he decides He's to go against. in singles competition. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I have... Yeah, they He's used to do the whole situation they can kip this man. Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm just glad he's finally a champion. And now we're going to get to see what he really can do. So, hell yeah. He's going to have a lot of great matches defending this title. So, couldn't forget about that either. Thank you, Johnny, for bringing it up. <laughs> yeah. So now that we got our moments in there for the shows of the week, it's prediction time. And yes, unfortunately, I have to say the whole name. So this is going to be our predictions for WWE WrestleMania Backlash. Yes, I know. Stupid name. <laughs> but we still have to say it. <laughs> All right. So for the first match on the card, as far as I know, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, Versus Ray and Dominic Mysterio, Johnny. Who you got? Well, I'm, 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 I'm in favor of the Mysterios. Ziggler Rude, they've had it for a while now and really haven't done anything with it. And so, yeah, why not make create the first father and son tag team champions? Make some history. Damn right. Is that in any promotion? I, I believe so. Yeah, I, I think there there's never been a father son tag team championship tag team champions. Uh, obviously, the only other people that have the chance of doing it aren't even in the same company. So I right. think WWE. And, 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 and I mean it's. It's just something, it's rare anyway to have father in the same promotion as active at the same time as his sons are. I mean, you know, you got, you got, you know, the gun club and AEW, Billy and Austin and Colton. But, you know, uh, Billy's already well into his 50s. You know, Ray's still in his, in his 40s. So, you know, it, it, it's a little, a little different there. But yeah. it's, I, other than the guns and the serials, I can't think of any other time where fathers and sons were in, in, in the promotions at the same time. Rest, active wrestling. Yeah, me neither. I can't think of anybody else. But yeah, it looks like WWE is going to be AEW to the punch on this one. But, you know, it is Rey Mysterio and Dominic, which we've seen him since he was a little kid. So, hell yeah, man. It, I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. 
for those that have seen Dominic from when he was a little kid and they were doing the thing between him and uh, between Ray and Eddie and everything that went on there, this might be a little emotional, man. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be great to see. I remember all that, that uh, I'm your puppy stuff. Yeah. um... Yeah. So, hey, I'm going to love seeing it. I just hope, again, that WWE does the right thing and they put the titles on the Mysterios. So, I I think Andrew would probably be in agreement. I don't know if he's also going to choose the Mysterios. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's giving us the Orange Cassidy. That's a hell yeah. So yeah, all of us are going for the Mysterios on that one. So, for the next match, unfortunately. Here we go again. The Miz versus Damian Priest in a lumberjack match. Johnny. Damian Priest, just end this already. Please put 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 these yes. these matches out, out of its misery. And yeah, give me Priest. Yeah, I'm 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 gonna take Damian Priest as well, just because the Miz doesn't need this. If you really want to do something with Damian Priest, he can't take a loss here. He can't take another loss. So, yeah, give me Damian Priest. I don't know what's gonna happen, but at the same time, I I think. I Maybe hate John this. Is the championship, and we'll get that breakups sooner. Yeah, <laughs> but I also think they they kind of ruined Damian Priest already for me. But give him a win here, and we'll see where it goes. I guess I'll still give him a chance. So we'll see what happens there. So next for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Johnny. This is gonna be my first who cares of the night. <laughs> um actually I, I wouldn't mind seeing Bailey win it win it back. Cause I I I I'm just I'm not into Bianca. I mean she's not she's not very entertaining. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree with you there. <laughs> All right, so that's one for Bailey. Andrew, who you got? I don't think you give it to Bianca at WrestleMania and have her just lose it the next time, so I'm picking Bianca. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's all she did that forever, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she sure did. Yeah, man, look, I, I agree. I have to agree with Johnny Bianca Belair. It's just not for me. I said that even back when history was made at WrestleMania between her and Sasha. So, yeah, 
I'm I'm gonna have to take Bailey just because I don't see how much they could do with Bianca so soon. If they would have built her up a little more, I could have probably been behind this, but I just can't. She needed more time to grow on main roster before I could get behind her. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go with Bailey on this one. Probably not going to happen, but I just can't bring myself to pick Bianca. So, next up for the Raw Women's Championship. It's the triple threat match. Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair. Johnny. Uh, well, I mean, I would like to see Rhea retain it, but knowing Don't WWE, I'm going to have to say it. They're going to give it to Charlotte. I don't call and, you an asshole much, but that was an and, asshole move. But, I mean, it, 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 it took a lot for me to say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's just... It's just how things are. Yeah. We, we, we really need Becky back. Yeah. We really do. And... I'm going to say the same thing I did about Bianca. You don't give it to Rhea, then take it away at her first defense. So Rhea keeps it. It actually thinks maybe somebody else gets involved. Somehow. Maybe. Maybe. Could be a possibility. Yeah, I, I can't say what I said about Bianca and they and then say something completely different here. I know Rhea has been doing some stuff in the main roster. She did some stuff last year after Mania with that. So I, I could say Rhea has done some stuff on main roster, so if they decided to keep it on her, it would work. But it's it's pretty much the same story between her and Bianca Belair. She just hasn't been on main roster long enough for people to be behind her as much as they should be. So as much as I love Rhea, and they haven't done shit with Asuka, they're not building her for shit. Now, do you I, think? Do you think tomorrow we we see that Becky Lynch return after the match? Yes, I don't think they would do it during the match unless she attacks Charlotte. Unless that could work and Rhea retains that way. Yeah, but I I think the the moment if if Becky Lynch is returning tomorrow, I think the moment they want to build is Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. So I think Charlotte wins. It's money, man. 
Alf Rhea wins. Rhea and Becky be a better match. <laughs> yeah, but you know they don't see it that way. I know they don't, but they might. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I really hope I'm wrong here, and I really hope Johnny's wrong here, and that they don't decide to go with Charlotte. Well, I pick Rhea. But, well, yeah. I don't know, man. I, well, maybe I just think Lily has her eye on one of these three. Not a bad idea. Probably Charlotte. Yeah. I I don't know, man. I was thinking Rhea because she's the one that eliminated her from the Rumble. Maybe. See, now I'm confused. Now I don't know what to think anymore. My mind is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so many different things. Okay, happen. who are you picking? Give me a pick. All right, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going Rhea. I'm going Rhea. I I, I can't I bring myself to, to say Charlotte. <laughs> I I can't. I just can't. I was gonna go for hey, it, but like I can't. Man. Yeah, I can't. All right, so. For the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. I think uh, I think Roman Reigns will retain. Only because, again, the Usos, like, like they do every time, are going to help him. <clears throat> I think even Jimmy Uso might even... Fall in line this time around. No, I think it'll be Jay. It's always Jay. <laughs> well, I know, but... but but I then again, to... Jimmy Jimmy could stop Jay from from interfering. Yeah, I'm on, I'm of two minds of this. So you're picking Roman. Yeah. Okay. Either you let Cesaro win, then, and Jimmy causes Roman to lose, which begins their feud. So Roman has to put Jimmy in line, or Jay causes Cesaro to lose, and you do this another month, <laughs> <laughs> and you have another match between the two in a month. And then after that, you start the Jimmy Roman thing. Give me Roman. So I'm the only one going for Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pick Cesaro. Oh, I'm going for Cesaro. I just don't think it's going to happen. I'm going for Cesaro. I think we're rooting for Cesaro. We just don't think WWE is going to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, okay. This is what I think is going to happen. Because I think this would be a great way to tell the story. So Jay is going to try to interfere, right? We all know it's going to happen. They're going to at least attempt to, for that to happen. So when Jay tries to in, put himself into the match, Jimmy is going to hold him back. And that's going to distract Roman. 
and that's where Cesaro is going to capitalize and get the win. Starting the dissension between Jimmy J and Roman, and we'll see how they work that out. But that's how Cesaro is going to capitalize and get the win. Yeah, they worked that out by having matches between Roman and Jimmy, trying to put Jimmy in line, and eventually he does. And then we start the bloodline faction for however long. Yeah, <laughs> and when once they get all that situated and they're all together, that's when they could give Roman another shot. I I don't know, but for right. now, I I think. Jay is going to try to, yeah. I just think Jay's trying to gonna try and get involved. Jimmy's going to hold back. Roman gets distracted, and that's how he loses. And he can go on for the next two, three months trying to sell his family thing, but at the same time bitching about how he got distracted, and that's how he lost the title. So. I think that's how that's going to go. So Cesaro I'm taking Cesaro. SummerSlam and that big match at SummerSlam. I think they wait a while. Gets his rematch at SummerSlam. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that could work out. Yeah. So give me Cesaro on that one. Fuck it. I think he's going to take it. Future booking. We should yeah. be writers, damn it. <laughs> damn right. Damn right. <laughs> They know what they need to do. They just won't do it. <laughs> All right. So for the final match of the night, the WWE Championship Triple Threat match, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. Johnny. Uh, I actually think I think uh, Lashley's going to retain. I don't think uh, they're ready yet for Drew to win the title back. You know, if they want to do it with fans. But then I also think it's time that you took Drew out of the title picture because he's been involved with that since last WrestleMania. Or even even before that, when he won the Rumble last year. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's time for him to move on. I mean, as much as I, I like him, you know, I think uh, it's time for something new. For him. Yeah. Andrew. Drew picks Drew. <laughs> I knew Anyways. it. I knew that's where he was but gonna he, go with it. And I think and I believe he pinned Strowman while Lashley's outside the ring or something. So Lashley has can say, Hey, you didn't pin me, so I wanna I want my shot title shot back. And they do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're gonna have to change your name from Sniper to Mister. They're gonna do it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with Johnny on this one. I I think Drew McIntyre has been involved in the title picture for way too long, and his title reigns have been a little underwhelming. So I just think he needs to step away from it for a little bit, focus on something else, and build himself back up to put himself in this title picture again. So 
So what are you going to do? I'm, I'm going to go. Title picture? I don't know. That's not for us to tell. That's for WWE to figure it out, which from what we're seeing with them, they're not going to have a clue. <laughs> so exactly. we're just going to see what we're just going to see what they come up with. But I do think he needs to step away. So I'm what also going to go with, with Jenny Mahal and his two friends. <laughs> Could be. That was actually the rumored uh, title match when Drew had the title was him against uh, against gender as being, you know, two of the former members of the, the three man van. But then gender got injured, so that was that was put on the shelf. So yeah, that yeah. could be the next few. Look, man. Or maybe Brian wins it all. I mean, I, I mean, I would say, I would say it might be the next feud if he wins the title. Or that. I mean, God, but that just means eventually they would have to put the title back on gender. And, uh, yeah. No, not really. You don't have to. <clears throat> Come on. We, Here, here's we what know I how this goes. If, if you're going to put the title eventually the title back on gender, I want to see Mansoor be gender for the title. Okay, yes. He would have to put a little bit of muscle on himself. But because not going to he does anytime soon, so why would you put on gender? I, I mean, I mean, gender put <laughs> gender put muscle in like six months by just taking a bunch of steroids. Yeah, exactly. And <clears throat> Mansour doesn't seem the kind of person to do steroids. I think he has a lot of pride. Unlike gender, <laughs> so you know, fuck it. Now, we're we're moving away from where we need to be. We started booking Mansoor in a what, title match. That's that's what we do. Well, you don't do Mansoor title match until we go back to Saudi. Oh. <laughs> now we're booking Saudi shows. Yeah, and then having Lucy Goldberg. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm I'm taking Lashley because Drew needs something else and Braun is just Braun. He's just in there for no reason. Or maybe to take the pin. Fuck it. He's there to take the pin. That's what Braun is. Take the pin from one of the other two. Yeah. So I'm going Bobby on this one. He's going to retain and We'll see what new feud he starts out with. So, those are our predictions for WrestleMania Backlash. We'll see if it ends up being a good show or not. I think the biggest match of the night there is Roman Reigns versus Cesaro. Everything else is a little middle of the road. So they're just going to have to do a lot of great things to people and to keep people interested. But that Star Reigns match is going to be a hell of a match. So hope everyone's able to enjoy it tomorrow. Uh, remember, if you have any questions or comments, wrestling.com. And I completely skipped something. <laughs> I 
I went straight for the outro there. That's on me. That's my bad. Before we leave for the night, <laughs> it's time to stump the brain. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Hey, look. Before we go stump the brain, I need to clarify. I need to clear something up there a little bit. That that's my first mistake of the night. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a couple of mistakes throughout the night, you know. Calling people their yes. last name first, first name last. <laughs> We've had a couple of issues there, so it has. I mean, it's not. It's, it wasn't. It's not his real name anyway, so it's okay. Yeah, that's so fine. But we'll, we'll we'll do better. So. Now it's oh, time to stump the ring. Hold on, one more thing. Speaking of name changes, I I just uh, reminded me, B Priestley's on her way to NXT UK. Right, right, right. She signed with WWE, and God forbid, I hope they don't change her name. Please don't change her name. Well, you know they're going to. You know they're going to. I know. Come on, they I know. Name. Why wouldn't they change hers? I know. Yeah. yeah, that that's that's another thing. We'll 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 see we'll what they decide that. to do with her. Yeah, because she's gonna have a fan base coming in, so they won't they won't do her wrong in NXT UK or NXT if she eventually ends up there, but. The issue is the same as always. When they make the move to main roster, you always get fucked. So I might actually watch NXT UK. Yeah, and I'm gonna have to start watching as well since she's gonna be there. So yeah, just another another thing to watch out for. Have the longest running champion. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right, so we, we'll see what they decide to do with B when she makes the move on to that, onto NXT UK. So now it's time to stump the brain. Okay. Who was the first IWGP US champion? First one. It was Ju- July 2017. Huh? Okay, so it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. No, it was only four years. A little less than four years. Yeah, it's a fairly new title. And and you know what? I, I, I think most of, uh, half, at least half of the US, former US champions, the current one are in AEW. Uh. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a stab at this, and I'm gonna say the the first U.S. champion was not even from the U.S. It's it's. I'm gonna say Kenny Omega. Yes, <laughs> it was Kenny. Yeah. All right. In which case, they should have called it the North American title. Yeah, they should have called it something different than what it was, but hey, 
it is what it is, and we're not going to get mad at Kenny Omega for doing what he did there. Yeah. Always been caliber matches. So. Yeah, when, so we've had Cody was the U.S. champion. Uh, Moxley is the current U.S. champion, and he beat Lance Archer for the U.S. title. Hell yeah. So there's Mox, your AEW. Moxley's in, his, Moxley's in his second reign. Yeah. Juice Robinson had it twice. Jay White had it. Juice Robinson now won half of the Impact Tag 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 Champions. (laughs) (laughs) And Juice Robinson actually had it twice. Yeah. So, look, man, there's a lot. There's a lot of names there who've been involved with Kenny. So. A lot of people that could be brought in to do a lot of great shit. So there's a lot of great shit that's going to go down in AEW. That's all we're sure of. So, like I started saying before, if you have any questions or comments, it's Wrestling Has Lost Its Way at Yahoo.com or Wrestling Has Lost Its Way on Facebook. Hope everybody tries to enjoy WrestleMania Backlash tomorrow. <laughs> and we will come to you next week with our thoughts on it. So until then, we'll see y'all next week. The the keyword there is try. Yeah, try. <laughs> see you next week. Check you later. <laughs>